Steve and Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill Wood, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I speak with member Andrew Peacock to find out how he's using Land Academy to his success. And I'll tell you, we just spoke with him earlier, a little pre-show discussion, and it sounds like this show might be a little bit more appropriate for House Academy. I know. This so is we'll, we'll cool. see. This might be a House Academy show. <laughs> Let's see. Let's, so tell us, uh, please, again, Andrew, you know, when you started with us and how's, how it's been going for you. Sure. Yeah. So I started with you guys uh, November of 2016 uh, and I kind of uh, funneled around a little bit and started sending out mailers. I actually received the first. I think, uh, Jill, you were doing a promotion. I uh, get a free lot. I got a lot in Cochise County. Um, and it was it was awesome. I actually put it right up there on eBay. Um, I did um, a little eBay auction, and I sold it for I think it was nine hundred and fifty bucks. Um, and it was for me proof of concept. It was that thing where it's literally you know you hear this we're gonna sell land, we're gonna you know flip land. I've never heard of it before. So for me, that was the thing that kind of grabbed grabbed me. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur uh, from the yeah. from the start. I never really knew what it was uh, until I actually I played professional football, and uh, a lot of those guys in their locker room they they were real estate investors. Uh, and a guy by the name of Ryan Broles handed me that little purple book, uh, "Rich Dad Poor Dad," um, and it literally opened my eyes. It put a name to what I felt like I was. Um, so I started searching for little things I can do on the side. Um, and I, I came by another land po uh, podcast. Um, we won't speak of his name, but <laughs> I know that's a joke that's been going on forever, but, uh, literally it just, it wasn't com complete for me. Uh, it didn't have all the things I needed and I just, I just felt like it wasn't it for me. So I, I kept searching, found you guys and, um, Literally, I mean, just from the, the time I started listening to the podcast, it was it. Was it. I knew I was kind of home. Um, and this is funny because I think, Jill, a couple uh, podcasts back, you were talking about the transition of your, like your microphones and your technology and all the stuff you guys are using. And I've heard all of it uh, from the start, from the finish. So I, I definitely related with that. Um, remember the fire trucks in the background? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. And it, it was funny. Um, so... After after the football, I transitioned to uh, pharmaceutical sales. And uh, if you know that job, you're literally in the yeah. car for yeah. 400 miles a day. So I was introduced to podcasts. Um, and I literally self-taught myself everything I need to know. But with that early technology, I would have to adjust the volume a little bit. <laughs> you know what? On I'm sorry. I, oh, I no, take personal fine. responsibility for that. And, you know, right around show, I don't know. 998 we yeah. kind of figured out the technology <laughs> <laughs> that's all right that's all right well, i listen to every single show so it was it was kind of that self-taught education through you guys your, your podcast uh, and i did it part-time the entire pharmaceutical this was 2017 i did part-time land and then um i woke up around at 4 30 range i worked on the land for about four hours get in the car drive come back home 4 p.m., work until 8 p.m. on land. Uh, and that's just kind of what you have to do. Um, but that slowly took over the pharmaceutical salary. Uh, and I made the leap into uh, the houses. Um, 
literally it's the same concept, right? We're, we're flipping properties. It doesn't matter the asset or the vehicle. So uh, for me, I, I remember, um, sorry, I'm about to call you Jack. I, Steve, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You used to talk a lot about um, you can do this with boats. You can do it with planes. You can do it with pretty much any asset class, right? As long as they're recorded at the county. Um, that's all the data we need. We're data geeks over here. So um, I jumped in and tried it at uh, houses. The first mailer sucked, but uh, I slowly learned over time, slowly learned how to price. And it's just, it's awesome now. In it full time, been in it full time since February of last year. So how many deals have you done, you know, just with it, whatever you're comfortable sharing and and in as much detail? Yeah, I'm I'm transparent numbers. I I actually did this entire breakdown uh, yesterday before the podcast. Um, This year so far, I've done 16 deals uh, and I'm at an average profit margin of 14,000 per deal. Wow. Um, So that's, we're right at 228,000 revenue. Um, and it's <laughs> fantastic. Oh yeah, it's it's awesome, and and I'm and slowly transitioning to new things as far as marketing avenues. I'm trying out cold calling. I'm trying out all these other things, but this is all just from letters. Um, and the beautiful um, number that I love to see the cost per deal. I'm right at, and this this includes um, literally Money Penny is my call center service, just like Pet Live. Yeah. Uh, real quest data and the actual mailers. This includes all of that. One thousand two hundred bucks per deal to make fourteen grand. Um, that's in my eyes pretty pretty awesome. Um, as far as letters sent, I've sent out about fourteen thousand letters so far. It takes nine hundred let well eight hundred and ninety nine letters to get a deal. <laughs> and and that eighty nine. That's awesome. Eight hundred ninety nine so far this year. We're at like um, eighteen hundred. Oh, really? This is yeah. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and I've, I know are, you guys are in multiple markets, right? Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm just focused here. In the, I'm in North Carolina, so I'm focusing the Mecklenburg, uh, Charlotte area, um, and surrounding area. So, I mean, I. I mean, I'm. I'm digging these streets pretty hard as far as uh, recognizing the price per square foot on each one of these streets yeah. and. All that stuff. So I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's just from doing it over time. It's just getting better and better. That's so good. I mean, you're obviously got this figured out and you're a very bright guy. Yeah. There's no way you could have played on the line in football. What position did you play? <laughs> I, I played receiver. I actually played for the Detroit Lions. I know you're from Detroit over there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I played, it was a short stand. It was a year and a half. I was on the practice squad and all that stuff. But it was, it was a, you know, a pleasant experience. But yeah, it was, I, I'm so glad to be, you know, making this type of money, not banging my head every day. <laughs> so did, did you have to live in Detroit while you were playing there? Yeah. So we stayed in Dearborn. Um, that's where the practice facility was. Um, yeah. And literally we would just, you know, we were only going to Detroit when it was game day. Uh, but yeah, we stayed in Dearborn. Yeah, I'm from Detroit and I'm yeah. sorry you had to spend that time there. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. It, it, Dearborn wasn't bad at all. I mean, I know there's there's a lot of change going on in Detroit too. Yeah. By the way, you know all that stuff. Yeah, I heard there's a lot of money going in there. So yeah, it was it was a pleasant experience. So you're you're killing it with the houses. You you did 14 deals so far this year. You're at you said 14, 16, right? 16. 
Okay. Oh, 16 with 14,000 profit. And so mm-hmm. what's next? I mean, are you going to just increase the amount of deals that you're doing? Are you comfortable with that number? What's going to happen next? No, I'm, I'm definitely... Complete control over this. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So uh, for me, as I mentioned before, I'm, I'm entering a different uh, kind of marketing avenue, just trying it out. I have three full-time cold callers now. Uh, they're literally kind of taught on a script, uh, script basis. And this way I can kind of, I can kind of remove myself from that you know, arena as far as the marketing, and I can also still send letters. Uh, so I'm literally just trying my hardest to increase the number of leads because, you know, as you guys talk, you know, in houses, it's all about your buyer's list. It's all about, uh, you know, numbers as far as price per square foot, all that stuff. Yeah. I know pretty much within, you know, 30 seconds if it's a deal or not. So now it's just about how do we increase the number of these leads? How do we you know, buyers are fine. I don't need to increase that that point. But I'm also entering, um, and just to back up a little bit, most of these have been assignments. Uh, and from, you know, listeners, I don't know if you guys know or not, an assignment is simply assigning your place on that contract to your end buyer for, you know, a fee. Uh, for an example, if I get a property on a contract for 100 grand, uh, selling my buyer for 110, he pays me $10,000 assignment fee. Uh, those have been the, the meat and potatoes for me so far. Um, recently, I've actually been closing on some of these deals and throwing them right up there on the MLS. Um, you know, it takes a specific house for that, though. It's a perfect avatar. It has to, you know, only need cosmetic work. You have to be able to attract to the end buyer, that type of thing. But those, I'm averaging right around 32000 for those. That's so, our experience, too. We, d- we double we, we, our oh, yeah. return is double when we close on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So my, my end goal, I would say, um, I, I love what, um, Justin's doing with plum. Um, if you can, I, I just think all the time, if we can generate this amount of leads and houses, uh, and come together as a group or whatever it may be, it doesn't even have to be a group come together and just literally have, you know, a lot of money sitting on the side to close on these things and listen on MLS because, uh, from the ones that I've done so far, I throw them on MLS. We get over ask in three days. Uh, so they're gone. And, and I'm not doing anything to these. These are not, I, I think you guys have uh, done a couple where you put, you know, five, 10 grand into it. It's still got whatever. It may sit a little bit, but these are literally ones that you're talking $10 a square foot uh, work or a rehab. Yeah. So that's the next, uh, I would say the next thing for me. So how do you use your cold callers? Do they follow up on the mailers or do they just open the phone book and go? How do you use them? No. So this, the same list I download from RealQuest, I I take that list uh, and we hit these people twice. We hit them with the letters and then we also hit them. uh, We we get that list skip traced. Uh, I have a skip tracing service that we, I'm, by the way, I'm a part of another group as well, a cold calling group. I, I, I truly believe in joining groups when I, you know, spark up a different idea. Yeah. Um, I joined that group and they kind of provided a script, uh, kind of what you guys do just with cold calling. Uh, so my cold callers, they have to dial 400 numbers a day. Uh, we're right around a 10% contact rate, which is, which is right where you want to be. Wow. Uh, and if they do their, you know, if they hit their goals, which is one deal a week, um, then they get an extra, uh, you know, bonus at the end. Um, so literally, you know, once I download the list for letters, I skip trace that list and send to my cold callers. Cool. 
and has it have you, have you really seen the benefit? I mean, is it is it a script like, hey, I sent you a letter a week ago, just following up? Are you interested in selling? And, and do you think it's made a difference? Uh, it's definitely made a difference. So the approach from there in is a different. We don't mention the letter. Uh, we literally are, are going from a different angle. We're we're contacting them as if we're you know investors in the area, whatever it may be. Uh, but we don't mention anything about the letter. Uh, we want to hit these individuals from kind of just a different, you know, a different point. Uh, the letter may not attract it to them, so maybe they're more comfortable talking on the phone, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, so it's just kind of that opportunity to squeeze out every possible deal in this area. You know, I'm heavily researching skip tracing now um, because I think it's a huge added benefit for House Academy members. We haven't tested it yet, but we're about to like in a week. So this is very timely. Uh, sure. In fact, by the time this airs, we will have tried it already. For sure. Have you considered texting? Yeah. So there's, 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 I haven't tried it. So uh, I'm not sure if, you know, if you guys have heard of uh, a company called Lee Sherpa, yeah. uh, very, very efficient, very, uh, uh, interesting concept. Um, the, the cold calling group that I joined, they're actually teaching on Lee Sherpa as well. Uh, you can literally hire somebody to, to do that entire thing. Uh, that's just another different approach, right? We have the cold calling, we have the letters, we have bandit sounds, we have Facebook ads, we got SE, all this stuff. That's it. Uh, mm -hmm. The text blast is literally something that I've never even, I mean, I don't think anybody has ever heard of or touched or, or whatever. So from what I hear, it's, it's very, very effective. It's, it's a lot more effective than cold calling, um, but it's, it's kind of that, you know, uh, maybe before it's time or maybe right when it's need to be done. Yeah, who knows? You know? Kind of like it for a couple of reasons. One, it's like a little less invasive. Sure. And then number two, um, you're actually, this is some of the, the, one of the main focus of our live event this fall mm -hmm. is technology. Yeah. He's already working on the next phase of what we all could be doing. And this sure. is part, a little piece yeah, I mean, you're, of what we're going to be yeah. um, nice. sharing as we spend some more time testing and figuring some of it out ourselves. For sure. For sure. That's really cool. I wanted, I had a couple notes too. I love that to say you obviously like, you know, one of the things that when people find us, they think they're all worried about the sales part and you're all like selling. It's easy. You, you know, isn't that funny? And, and you have to get in, right? You had, oh yeah. You have to get in and, and do this and learn it. And you're and and when you're selling something for a lot less than what it's worth, sales really are easy. It's I don't believe that. It's crazy easy. And I know you guys used to talk about that all the time. Like literally it's the, once we, once I can get the deal, that's, that's kind of the, I know it's going to sell. Literally, I know it's going to sell right when I get it because, you know, we've seen enough parcels. We've seen enough houses. I've walked enough houses, literally know right then if I can get it for that price point, it's going to sell. So, uh, and I've talked to a lot of individuals. That's a fear uh, among, one of the questions I get the most is, how'd you get your buyers list? Uh, you know, is that like, how, how long did you, did it take for you to build that? Um, literally, um, Charlotte has one of the best Facebook groups that I've seen um, as far as real estate. I think there's 5,000 members or whatever it may be. Um, if you're a newbie and you find a great deal, you throw up on, on Facebook, that Facebook group is gone in a second. Um, so I don't think anyone should, you know, 
be worried about selling as long as you know your numbers and it's a deal that's going to go, especially in this market. Yeah. So what do your buyers do with these houses, Andrew? They, uh, are they, do they HGTV rehab them? Uh, so most of my buy, I mean, you know, on every buyer's list, there's a mixture of your buy and hold guys and then your rehab guys. So it's kind of our job to know who does what. Um, even my buyer's list, you know, 10% of those guys are actually active and they're buying most of my deals. So most of my guys are actually rehabbers. Um, and we're right. I mean, the price point in Charlotte is much different than what, where you guys are. Yeah. So when you're yes, talking yes. about an average rehab, we're talking 25 bucks a square foot is yeah. your average rehab. Cosmetic is 15. Um, if you're going to a full blown, you know, renovation, you're talking about 55 bucks a square foot. Yep. That's kind of your sweet, you know, guidance area or whatever it may be. So most of our guys, um, they're, they're rehabbers and pretty much any price point up to 250. I don't go any, when I'm downloading data, the first thing I do total assess value is below 250. Um, because our sweet point is right in that 100 to 150 range you know, flip it and sell it for 250 Love it. So I, that's what I was going to ask you. That's my next right. question. Like, how do you specifically price these SFR mailers? Because everybody's got a different concept. Sure. Uh, what we, I don't know. You listen to our podcast. You probably know by now what our, how I price the mailers. How, how do you do it? Yeah. So it's, it's all on APN. It's all on the um, APN numbers. So like you, you describe um, every subdivision, every neighborhood has an APN, APN scheme. So literally, I'm going through uh, every scheme. I'm finding the price per square foot in that area. And then I have kind of a built-in uh, rehab cost that I, you know, kind of developed over time. I subtract that uh, from the ARV or whatever, and then I price every single one of them. So it's literally, I mean, depending on how uh, compact that area is, you know, you can price 100 houses at once, right? Or if you're dealing with the more rural area, Cabarrus County, which is Concord, North Carolina, uh, 30 minutes away from here, very hot market, but you're talking half acre lots. Everything's spread out. So now I'm pricing five at a time because the schemes are totally different. Um, so it takes me a lot longer to do that. But when you're in Charlotte, you're in Mecklenburg, you know, every house you can throw a rock and hit the neighbors. I can price so many at once. Where it's um, it's it's extremely accurate at this point, so that's that's kind of an overview. Do you price uh, with an equation in the urban area? As far as you mean, um, so going to each asset, <coughs> do you? you you run an equation like AR, per price per square foot or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, just the the actual equation of the price per square foot, and then I subtract the rehab, which is my standard kind of rehab price per square foot, okay, and then I subtract right. my uh, assignment fee. Ten thousand is what I shoot for um, on every single kind of deal. So going in, I'm right at a five percent margin of being right where I need to be, even after seeing the house. So that's how I started off maybe 15% uh, margin of where I need to be, meaning the price on the letter is actual price that I know I can get it at and be very comfortable and don't have to rene renegotiate any of that stuff. Uh, when I was starting off, I was right around 15%. I didn't, you know, I wasn't comfortable in numbers and all that stuff. I'm right down to about 5% uh, margin of error now. Um, you know, it's some of these houses you walk in and it's literally a hoarder house. Yeah. Uh, so you can't, you don't know that, you know, when you're pricing the letters. 
Um, it's, and I, I <laughs> on my Instagram, some of my hoarder houses are like the, the most, they get the most hits because people are like, oh my goodness, how, how do people live like that, you know? But you, from the outside, it's a beautiful brick, three, two ranch, yeah. uh, neighborhoods, new construction, selling for half a million. And then you have this one sore thumb that's literally trashed on the inside. You can't account for that until you see the house. So, uh, yeah, back to your question, it's literally all the equation. So in this, when, this, when a wrecked house comes up, do you renegotiate the price? Have to, yeah. So, and I'll tweak my letter a little bit. Um, I, 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 was, I switched to a letter of intent. Uh, I know you guys kind of said not to do that a while back, like with land and stuff. But I, I, I don't know. It's, it gave me a little more comfortable feeling. Now I can go in and we don't have an official, you know, offer price given on that letter. Uh, so it just, you know, everybody likes to do it different. So I just went in with the letter of intent approach uh, and then, if I need to renegotiate, then we go, you know, renegotiate, agree on price and go to contract. Good. That's amazing. I'll tell you what, I, here's my takeaway so far. The most successful people in our group have taken the concept of Land Academy yeah. and they've made it their own. Yeah. So, yes. you know, you've actually taken probably modularized out this concept four or five probably four or five pieces of it, mm-hmm. redone it yourself, kept the mailer concept the same, mm-hmm. came up with a new pricing uh, situation that we don't actually necessarily teach, but it works for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got added cold calling, mm-hmm. um, change the, the letter to a letter of intent versus an offer, an actual offer. Every, every person I've spoken with that has had a huge amount of success like you have with, with our group has done some version of this. Yep. Yeah. They've taken the general concepts and made it their own. Yep. Yeah. So that, that's awesome, man. Um, and I think, I mean, it just, it, it takes a type of person. Um, I, I feel like our group is the best out there. I've seen a lot of these groups. We have a ton of innovators. We have a ton of, you know, entrepreneurial minded people where we're going to figure it out. You know, it's, it's literally, you, you got something, you got a system that works. You know, I know a while back, you know, buying these lots in the desert for 500 bucks, that was great. We all tried it. Um, my first mailer was, uh, I think it was Kane, Utah. Um, and that's pretty much the only one I did west of the Mississippi. Um, that one and a couple more. And then I, I literally came over here to North Carolina. I did um, Asheville. I did Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I've done some different things with those mailers, but it's that thing, you know, in your mind where it's like, if this concept works, it, you know, I feel like I can make it work with anything. So, um, yeah, it's a bunch of innovators here. I love it. We have a, but you're right. We have so many really smart people. Now, I can't remember, Andrew, are you on our advanced group? I am, but I, I'm, I'm terrible at that stuff. I, I, like Jack said, sometimes you, you, you get the people that start off, we're on every call, and then you don't hear from them. Because you got successful. <laughs> right. I'm literally locked in my – what's that? Talking about, and you got to come on that Friday because I'm not okay. – that, that Friday in October, that the advanced group's getting together. I'm, not, I'm serious. I'm locking the doors, and it's a private You have a lot, a lot to add, man. That every, cool. There's like no cameras. We're all going to okay. really talk about what, what we can really do together. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm there. Please. Okay. I'm definitely there. Uh, I, I hear Jack all the time say how, you know, you lock yourself in it. We're, we're data people, so it's okay. literally we're getting away. I don't want to be bothered. I can price yeah. stuff forever. 
and let me go. So that's kind of how I've been. But I'm, I'm definitely going to get back, you know, in the groove with, with uh, you guys for sure. Yeah, good. <laughs> so how many mills are you sending out a month right now? Uh, a month, I'm right at, I would say just above 2,000. Um, it, it's, it's not a ton. Uh, for me, I'm trying to hit, I'm literally trying to increase that profit margin on, on each mailer. Um, if I'm sending out 899, I know I'm going to get a deal. I know, I know exactly how many I need to send out. Right. So, um, it's, it's still, I would love to put somebody in that place as far as pricing, but I just feel like it is such an art to this pricing stuff. Like, yeah, it can be a little bit of a science, but it, like even when I'm pricing price per square foot on each subdivision, you could have one unique property that's right at 150, and then you have a sweet spot at you know 111 price uh, dollars a square foot. Somebody has to know when where that sweet spot is. It's very tough to teach that. So um, I don't know. I'm, I'm it's it's I'll probably price forever, but I would love to have a a full group of you know maybe cold callers maybe people who text, maybe who people who do this, you know, just bring in a, a floodgate elite. Cause I have buyers knocking down the door saying we're, we need some more leads, you know, and we need some, we're buying the stuff up. So that's, that's, that's my next focus. That's so great. I, I have given up control on everything. Yeah. I know. That we have with the exception of doing a mailer and pricing it yeah. because yeah. stuff, and it, I, no matter what I think is going to happen, at that last moment when you're done with that pr- spreadsheet, mm-hmm. there's stuff that I tweak. Yeah. You know, and it's not, you know, there's no way, you, well, you can teach the basic stuff, but it's because it's you know the neighborhoods and the whole thing. That's yeah. what it is. Exactly. I, just, yeah. I have so, 25 years of experience in these subdivisions that I've been, I've been to all of them. So yeah. I just know how it's going to go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't ever think I'll outsource that, but I'll find some other things. I know I will. <laughs> hey, so when you close the deals uh, through escrow on these houses, do you close them yourself or do you have somebody, do you have a transaction coordinator? The only, oh, well, I mean, we send it to attorneys um, here in, in North Carolina. The only deal I closed myself was the first one in, in Canyon <laughs> back in, in 2016. Um, it was, you know, it was, it was great, but I've, I've used an attorney pretty much for everything. I don't want to, you know, once I get the, the contracts in, I don't want to talk to anybody else. I want to just get there. <laughs> Moving on. So, yeah. 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 We have an attorney here, um, who, who pretty much does all the investors, um, literally from start to finish. I don't have to, you know, hear from them again. So I, I'll, I'll pay them a little bit to do that, you know? Yeah. These cold callers, uh, again, you don't have to answer any of this stuff if you don't want to, but are they in this country? No, no. And that's also a big controversial discussion. Should you get U.S.-based? Should you get uh, Filipino? Should you get whatever it may be? Mine are all in the Philippines. Uh, What what I did um, literally was, you know, once you place these ads in the Philippines, you're going to get a ton of applications. Uh, before I'll even look at anything, you have to send me a voice recording and a video uh, before I even look at a resume because there's no way I have the time to look through, you know, 150 resumes that probably, uh, you know, who knows if they wrote them or not, you know, that type of thing. So I'm going to listen to all the ones who submit, you know, an actual voice recording and then I'll, I'll decide who I interview. So um, it's worked very well. Um, if you talk to my co-callers, their accent is it maybe 
it's very slight if there even is any. Um, And with the system I use, which is Mojo Dialer, it allows me to go in and listen to the call recordings. So I can go in, I can analyze, I can, you know, do whatever it may be, um, you know, if there needs, needs to be any tweaks there. But yeah, they're in the Philippines. I'm paying them six bucks an hour, which is pretty good money on their, their end. Um, 200 bucks per lead that goes to contract. And if they hit their goal, uh, which is four, four contracts a month, they get a thousand bucks on the back end. Wow. So, um, when you sell it? Uh, no, no. Just if it goes to contract, they did their job. Uh, okay. So if they get four, you know, in that month, you know, they, they get a thousand bucks. Doesn't, doesn't matter if I move it or not, uh, whatever it may be. And they are extremely happy and extremely excited about that. I know some guys that are paying, you know, a dollar fifty an hour and, yeah. and that's it. And you're going to get what you pay for, especially, yeah. you know, over there. So, um, they are extremely happy. They have their own, uh, kind of group chat message, anything that pops up, they communicate. Uh, I'm not as involved, um, cause I don't really want to be. Um, one's designator as the manager and everything has to go through him first. If he can't handle it, then I will. So that's kind of an overview of the cold callers. So a lead comes in. Do you personally look at the house and look at the numbers and say, yep, I want to do this deal. And then who calls the, the seller? You? Sure. So a lead come, uh, from the cold caller leads. Is there, so lead comes in from the cold caller. Uh, the cold caller makes an initial offer on the, on the phone. Um, we have a system here. I'm not sure if it's universal. It's a CRS data. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it. Uh, no, it yeah. out a, a very, very accurate um, price per square foot ARV of that house. Um, Zillow's not accurate over here. I know a lot of people use Zillow. Um, Redfin is the most accurate public um, platform that I've seen. But CRS data is, and you have to pay for this subscription, it's the most accurate I've seen. So um, they have their script as this motivated lead comes in. They're offering offering 60% of that CRS ARV. Uh, That's been very accurate so far. Uh, If they agree to that 60%, we set an appointment right away. Um, And that's when I go in. I I don't talk to this lead until I, you know, ring the doorbell. But um, 60% that leads out these individuals to say, hey, yeah, I want to sell. You're going to give me three million, you know, that type of thing, because we run across so many. Yeah, I want to sell. How much are you going to give me or whatever it may be? So we're weeding through all those individuals. The only way I want to go to their house is if we're anywhere in that ballpark. This is fascinating. I can't remember when I've learned so much. I'm supposed to be interviewing you, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sitting here taking notes on what is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's, it comes from you guys. You guys started all this stuff. So I, I can't wait to collaborate for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. So do you feel like you're running out of real estate? Like you're, you're, you're in one MSA. Are you, are you going to expand? That's, that's kind of what I wanted to ask you guys. So for, for land, we hit, you know, accounting and we move on. Uh, when I'm here in Mecklenburg, you send someone a letter that's stating a certain price, Right you come back and try to hit them with another price, no matter whether it's two to three months later, six months later, they're always going to refer to that first letter. Um, and that's, so I'm, I'm going through the second, 
the second mailer of Mecklenburg now. Uh, I've heard that a couple times from the leads that, that are coming in. So I'm wondering if that's an issue or not. Um, I'm not sure. In my opinion, so many things change over time. You know, so many people go through divorce. So many people inherit property. So many people, you know, all these issues that, that come up happens. So um, I'm not sure if it'll be an issue or not, but I would love to do the virtual thing, have boots on the ground like you guys talk about, uh, literally play somebody. You can pay a realtor if you want, just somebody that goes to the houses. I can do this price point anywhere in North Carolina. And I, if you figure out the scheme for any state, you can, you, you can do it there. It's, it's literally numbers. It's all data. So um, all you need is a trusted boots on the ground somewhere. If you can get that, somebody who's not going to undercut, undercut you and all that stuff, I think you can do it. You can make a, <laughs> you can make a, a, a very, very large machine if you do that. Exactly. That's what House Academy is all about. That's uh, what we teach. You got to get that trusted boots on the ground. And, yeah. and, we, and what I say in, in the House Academy program is, and I'm not selling anything here, sure. you do it, you're doing it exactly how I said to do it in the, in the program. Because you, you have to, in my opinion, mm-hmm. conquer all this stuff yourself and yeah. learn how to do it so you can train your, your boots on the ground. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, you're ready. You're right there and ready for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something I definitely want to do. It's, it's on the, it's, I've, I haven't tried it yet, but I know exactly what market I want to go. Wake County here in North Carolina is, which is the Raleigh Durham area. Mm-hmm. Uh, extremely similar, but a lot more spread out than Mecklenburg. And it's a ton of potential there. So I've actually bought a lot of lots there um, in Wake County, which, you know, this is kind of before you guys start, talking about info lots. Uh, I jumped to info lots probably like uh, six months into the game. It was like, I did. I was like, it was, it sounds so simple. So I'm just going to give it a shot. And that's how I made all of my money in 2017 was info lots. And it was wow. right here in North Carolina. Um, so, and that's what allowed me to quit my pharmaceutical job and, and do this thing full time. So it's, it's a journey, but I love trying new stuff. Fascinating. I'm like, I'm, I'm stunned. Really, <laughs> I, you're another person. Like when I, when we did sent out our survey, I think it was in January, the number of people that said, Oh yeah, I left, I left my job a while ago. I'm like, what the heck? I yeah. No I don't either. How many people. Yeah. Yeah. We're in, we're, we're gone. Oh yeah. It was the most beautiful phone call of my life to be able to call my boss and say, Hey, you know, I found something else. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. No, no worries here. <laughs> so what's a regular day look like for you? You got to be putting in 12, 14 hours, right? Oh man. No. So literally for the houses, um, so I, I wake up at 5 a.m. Uh, and I do my workout and I have my morning ritual, whatever you may call it. Uh, I start work around 8 a.m. now. Uh, and I go to about, I go from 8 to about noon as far as stuff I need to be doing in front of the computers. I leave the entire afternoon open for appointments. So uh, I kind of grind from 8 a.m. to noon. Uh, that's when I'm pricing mailers. That's when I'm going over calls with my cold callers. That's when I'm looking at new markets. That's when I'm talking to buyers, all that stuff. Uh, but afternoon, it, it's literally appointments. And that's kind of my, my normal schedule. Love it. That's awesome. It's perfect. Wow. You're very logical. House Academy, uh, gratuitous. Already, yeah. So what's next? Well, I'm going to go where it works. So what are your goals for this year? Okay. 
And what's next? So the goal for this year is 750, 750 revenue. Uh, I'm not quite on track there. I got to turn some things up uh, second quarter. I mean, second half of this year. Uh, and then I want to I go into apartment complex. Uh, I'm naturally um, a cash flow guy. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to skip over single family rentals. It's just not enough, you know, on the bone there for me. Um, so my, my natural kind of next move would be that mom and pop, uh, apartment complex. You're talking 30 units to 90 units, something big enough for the small investor, but too small for the, you know, the big guys. Yeah. It's that sweet spot where mom and pop are still running those, you know, those things where I can go in and do some value add and, and, uh, really start that, that portion of, you know, the cash flow. Um, I, I, which I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it was an individual who they had a ton of, um, of land that they, um, they had on terms and it's just, it's just a headache, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I, I would love to have everything under one roof. Uh, and I can jump into that apartments. Um, and then I have a bajillion other things going on in my head that I want to try, but that's <laughs> the, that's the next thing for me. I'm curious to see that because you've always, it sounds like you've always been a cash guy up at this point. You haven't really done any terms. So it'll be interesting to see how, how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I've, I know that, you know, it's going to take capital to get to that cash flow. So for me, this entire focus for the past, you know, two, three years has been building capital until I can make that leap and actually, you know, get some apartment complex. I'm also very interested in the trucking industry uh, for a cash flow standpoint. Um, it's a lot of things that's going on in my head that I, I want to try. Uh, mobile home parts would love to do self storage, um, all that stuff, you know, all those are potential next moves where it can be big enough to, you know, focus on, you know, now knowing what, you know, I mean, just knowing how to buy whatever it is, right. The sky's the limit. Yeah. Like, uh, all you you are so right. What would I like to be involved in, you know? I'm surprised he hasn't bought us a marina and a bar. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it is. I'll tell you, yeah. uh, it's hard to beat mobile home parks that are, are separate APNs yeah. and, and uh, storage facilities from uh, hands-off. It's hard to beat those two types of assets for our yeah. personality types. Right. Yeah. If you have a mobile home park and you have city water, city sewer in that thing, and yeah. it's literally, and you own the actual land, it's a lot of, it's a lot of deals out here where, you know, people are selling mobile homes where they don't own the land. You know, you have no control of that lease for the land. That's not what we're talking about. We want to own that 40 acres and it's subdivided into, you know, 140, uh, 140 little lots. And it's city water, city sewer. It's e- it, not easy, but you're only responsible for the land. Um, so that's very, very attractive. A lot of people know that, too. A lot of big money is going into mobile home parks. Now, so cap rates are squeezing, just like apartment complexes were, what, five, 10 years ago? Mobile home parks would be there in five, 10 years. That's right. So, um, I would. Land Academy for a reason. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? <laughs> we went on the land. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So, I would love to enter that. <laughs> That's great, man. Awesome. I would love to have you on, the sh- on uh, our live webinar. Uh, House Academy webinar as a guest if you're up for it. For sure, for sure. Anything, I would love to be involved with anything. Uh, you just let me know, I'll be there. Okay. I'll make sure you get the invite. Awesome. We have one today. I don't know what you're doing at, well, you're East Coast time, right? Yeah, I'm East Coast. I have 
two appointments after this. Um, what, it, we'll get you it, for next week. I'll have Eric okay. invite. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be perfect. That'll be great because I think this is going to air next week. So be that'd be great. Yeah. Okay, great. What's the, um, what's the next, well, what's the end goal for you guys? If you, if you had to say where you want it to be in 20 or 30 years, as far as real estate, as far as accomplishments, as far as any of that, what's kind of the end goal there? Well, I'll be dead. Goal? I'll be dead in 30 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jill won't be. Yeah. <laughs> Our whole goal. Uh, from day one, uh, when we started Land Academy, was to bring on people just like you, have you guys figure it all out for yourselves, and then become your business partner. Uh, whether it's deal funding, or whether it's um, what we're calling now reverse deal funding, where we find a deal. Mm-hmm. Like you're a perfect candidate. If we find if we found a, a either houses or um, uh, residential uh, residential infill lots in North Carolina, we would just send you the deal. Mm-hmm. funded a hundred percent. And, and if you're up for it, you close it, whether it's through your attorney or whatever, and then we split yeah. the whole proceeds. Easy. So that's what we're, that's the whole end game is to get a network of people all over the country doing that. And we are, we're, we're it's working. Sure. Sure. Nice. Yeah. I would love that. That lending side to me is absolutely. If I could do that with houses literally all over the country where you literally send something, we approve it. It goes through the process and we close it, whatever it may be. I think that's, that's awesome. So I agree. You know, we have, you're familiar with land tank, right? Yep. Yep. Well, we're going to release house tank here in a couple of months. Right. Really? Wow. So you can go on there as a lender and say, yeah, I approve this deal. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Nice. Funny thing I love. It's going fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We'll, I'm gonna, we'll have our people contact you, but I'm confident that you're just a perfect candidate to have an honorary House Academy subscription. He's, he's nice. adding so much to the content. We'll, we'll, so we'll, we'll figure out. We'll, we'll see what we can work out. They'll contact you. Okay, perfect. I appreciate it. Andrew Peacock, amazing. Where, what, do you have a website or where, where people can contact you? Because people are going to contact you after they see this, if you want. Well, yeah, well, you can go to my uh, Instagram for sure. If it, That's probably where I do most of my stuff. I actually post uh, some things. I, I like to do the – people love the before and after thing. So I'll post pictures of what the house kind of looked like uh, when I got it and then when my uh, buyer finished the rehab and literally do comparisons. It's, it's awesome. People love that stuff. Um, but my Instagram is peacock underscore AC. Uh, Carrington is my middle name. So AC. Uh, and that's where I do most of my stuff on Instagram. Uh, my website, uh, my company's name is ACP Home Investments. So the website is www.acphomeinvestments. Um, and that's pretty much it. You can definitely, if you want to reach out and contact me, you can Andrew at ACP Home Investments. And You'll get to me. I'll definitely respond. Awesome. Amazing interview, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. So Thank much. you guys so much. Well, you've done it again. Spend another 20, probably 30 minutes uh, listening to the Land Academy show. Join us next time for another interesting episode. And we answer your questions posted on our online community at landinvestors.com. It is free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Amazing awesome. talk, pal. Oh, man. Thank you guys so much. That was awesome. I always kind of dreamt about the time where I would get to talk to you guys and all that stuff. I never knew how it would go, but this was, this was definitely awesome. 
Dude, we got more out of it than you did. I'm sure of it. (laughs) (laughs) I love this stuff. I mean, it's so much that we can do like with this stuff. You guys literally teach you the foundation of how to buy right, right? If you can buy right with anything, it's, it doesn't matter the asset class. You know, we can take this thing all the way up to hotels if we wanted to. Yeah. But if we know how to buy right, it's literally, you know, it's a, it's a no brainer. So I feel like you'll never starve if you're not a buy right. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. You're not buy cheap real estate. Everything's going to be fine regardless of where you are. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not even, even I'm pretty young. So I, I didn't go through the 2008 crash, but I just feel like, you know, this next one's coming in my opinion. I just feel like I'll be okay. It's just kind of that comforting feeling like I'll be okay. I'm going to get through that. I don't want to say easily, but I know how to buy property. So it's still going to be buyers out there. Some of my top buyers have bought for 20 years plus. Mm-hmm. They know every you know cycle. They're not worried about it either. If I can provide a property, they're going to buy it. Exactly. Great to talk to you, Andrea. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy for your success. Oh, man. Thank you guys so much, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. I can't say it enough. <laughs> Thank you. Talk to, talk to you soon, bud. All right. Have a good one. See you. Bye.